0: Welcome to DLC Live, your source for educational and inspirational interviews with mental health experts and advocates from around the world. Now, here's your host, creator of the DLC Anxiety Worldwide Mental Health Community, Dean Stott. There he is. Good evening, Dean. How are you doing? I'm very well, yeah. Yeah, it's really nice to have the best anxiety page on Instagram. Talking to DLC Anxiety is a really nice way to spend the evening.
1: Oh, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> I can see you haven't got your light on again.
0: I've got my light on. I am being a bit stingy of <laughs> the electric. One sec. Wait, wait. Better? Yeah, that's good. Um, I don't want to put it off anymore. Your connection seems a
1: little bit better. You are a little
0: bit jumpy, though. Uh, It might improve in a minute as it's connecting to the thing. Uh, I changed my internet since the last time we spoke. Um, so it should but be all For right. the better,
1: yeah. Couldn't oh, oh definitely. Like.
0: Yeah, yeah. No worries. If it does play up, just let us know. But I think it'll be all right. I did another one of these today. Right. And it was fine. So we'll see how it goes. I'll just play it. Yes.
1: It wasn't one of these, though, because, yeah, um, I don't know. I felt more anxious when I wasn't preparing for an interview. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah. Like, normally, when I get the guests on, I'll prepare get the questions ready but you i know let's get on let's just talk talk how it is
0: no structure so dean and i have spoke about having these regular check-ins where we both kind of talk about a subject that that's come to us throughout the week we talk to you guys as part of the community and then we'll take a few questions and answer them too short and sweet i think it's a really good way to engage with people it's a good way to get the message out there and also to kind of discuss stuff that isn't misinformation either you know we're talking about stuff i'm a psychotherapist i work with anxiety have done for six seven years very successfully dean runs a page and knows a lot of you and the mindset very well he runs a very successful page the message he puts out is spot on that's why i like working with him uh so let's kind of see what we what we have today um also with two lads from manchester england so it'll be nice to kind of it, yeah well sort of other.
1: manchester i'm from north manchester so um, where <laughs> i'm from <laughs> we'd never be classed as a Mancunian, so yeah more, yeah more
0: lancashire yeah so what we've done to, to dean is we have taken him away from the power of the interviewer role and we've just put him in a discussion role so it's like dean uh yeah up close and personal oh, uh, oh. What have you, what some of the themes you've, well, what's the main theme that you've seen this week then, Dean? What's What well, have you um, seen in the community? Yeah, there was
1: one that stuck out to me, because um, obviously, as you can imagine, um, there's so many DMs. Obviously, we try and uh, get back to as many as possible, but sometimes it's literally impossible. So um, going through some of the, the DMs, I think one that stuck out to me was like an anxiety symptom, that I don't think is spoke about very often, but it is one that um I dealt with when I had a panic disorder. And that was um the feeling of when you're swallowing that something's stuck in your throat. And I think oh. the I think the term's global pharyngists or pharyngitis or something like that. I think that's the, the correct scientific term. Oh yes. I just called it um, I just called it um, the feeling of something stuck in your throat.
0: Yeah, it's like a throat lump. I've had that too. It was really weird. I've, I remember weeks. By the way, I was a psychotherapist, therapist, but I've also had like the panic disorder too. Um, and yeah, that was a weird one. It felt like, it feels like something's here. Mm. Was it at the front or the back of your throat? Well, I'll tell
1: you what happened.
0: I, w- I went for a meal, um, came out of the restaurant,
1: was walking back to the car and... Uh, like I was swallowing and I just suddenly like felt as though I get, like a bit of food or something was stuck. Mm. Uh, and obviously when you when you then start to concentrate on the symptom, it obviously heightens all your anxious symptoms. Um, oh yeah. And it was one of those things where I'd then get into a habit of waking up each day and checking to see if it was still there. Mm. Um, yeah. And then like over I think it was like over a week, over two weeks, it was still there. The anxiety had obviously risen at the time, so it was mm. then time to go to the doctors and let them do their things um make mm. sure that it wasn't anything and, yeah, they came back saying that there was nothing there that it was uh, it was a symptom of anxiety
0: no um, not, not a spa- not a spare bit of pie or a pasty in your throat was, no not this really time fast.
1: no, <laughs> definitely not this time <laughs> um w- <laughs> one thing um. One thing that they said that it might have been, and I'm not sure if you've come across this um, with clients or anything, is they said that um, with anxiety, um, you can actually have um, an increase uh, of acid in the stomach. So they said yes. that with anxiety, um, you can actually get acid reflux. Mm. So they, uh, one theory that they came up with uh, was that the the, re- the heartburn, the reflux was actually going into the throat and causing like a little bit of inflammation. Mm. So when I was
0: swallowing, that's what I was feeling. Yeah, yeah, great. Absolutely right. Um, As someone who's had it myself, I like you. When I have the throat feeling, it's almost like you've got to keep monitoring the symptom just in case Mm. it gets a bit worse. Uh, You stop like living in the current moment because you're a bit like, oh, is that thing gone yet? Is it serious? like you actually, I forgot, I forgot the name. Was it globus something? It's a Latin name. Yeah, globus we'll
1: call it, oranges, I think.
0: Yeah, we'll just call it a throat lump. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's very common with anxiety. And you're absolutely right. Um, anxiety often mimics the symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. And with that, you get bloating, acid reflux, diarrhea, trap wind, constipation, you name it. Basically, your digestive system goes completely off board. And yeah, one of the symptoms is acid reflux or, or GERD or whatever it's called. Yeah, and um, This is when the hot acid that's used to digest your food comes up in your throat. Sometimes when you're sleeping, sometimes when you're out and about, if you're eating spicy food or fatty food, it kind of boils up the acid and you can feel it there. And then sometimes the throat reacts to that and then it, you, you feel like, oh gosh, there's something there. And I've had that too. Um, what's worse is that I started... um i started cutting out like i don't know if you did this dean but i started cutting out like certain texture foods because i didn't want to feel that sensation of choking so i couldn't eat like spaghetti or spinach or anything like that because yeah. i didn't i didn't want to like have that feeling in my throat um that's interesting so you you've kind of been hearing about that this week
1: yeah so uh, there was a couple of people that that were talking about the um the lump in the throat um with anxiety. Um, a couple of people are saying that your connection's a little bit um, hit and miss.
0: How on earth is it hit and miss? Let's have a look. I'm just reading it on the comments. <laughs> this
1: is what happens when you don't pay <laughs> your your internet provider. <laughs> <laughs> How are you finding it? Right. I don't um, no, it is a little bit choppy. So I can just see. Yeah, you, I can just...
0: I could take you, you to what? room. I speak room. to
1: people. I, 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 a... I speak to people in America, Australia, even Josh, and then you're an hour up the road, and the connections. I'm sure you do it
0: on purpose. Let, let me let, 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 let me just sort something out. One sec. I'll I'll disconnect stuff from the internet. Sorry. Right. I've disconnected that from the internet. I changed my internet. You don't need to hear this. Uh, <laughs> right i'll give it a go uh what's really interesting is um if it's a categoric no go do this and i'll go and find another a room to do it in um yeah. the only thing is i don't really want to cut off this chat yeah i know. know yeah so if it's too much let me know and i'll go move somewhere else uh but yes. for now i'll just we'll just continue okay. um so yeah okay and- any symptoms that have
1: arisen, arose in your, uh, in your week uh, that stuck in your head that, you, that you're thinking about?
0: Uh, yeah, big one I spoke about I've been listening to this week is um, derealization. And if people don't know about that symptom and be hearing a lot of it, derealization is the sense that you living with a sense of unreality living with a sense that you're not really here. Everything feels spaced out and detached and you don't quite feel your usual self. Uh, I've been hearing loads about this thing. Um, one example is when um, well, people feel like they can, they're inside their own head, listening to themselves speak. Some people feel like they're observing themselves mm. existing. Some people feel like everything looks normal but it doesn't feel normal. I think um, I think that's
1: what I um, th- probably the one that was closest for me um, when when the when the anxiety was rising at the time um, just before like the the fight or flight uh, symptoms had kick in it was almost like um, everything around me was just getting like brighter like someone had turned the, the contrast up in the room Mm. Um, i'm not sure if you've heard uh, symptoms like that
0: but yeah yeah yeah, it's definitely i've had that too dean as well i'm glad you said it because i i've had that too um and when it first happens it freaks you out (laughs)
1: what's
0: what's, what's going on here like it freaks you out and i'm actually after doing a bit of reading and research makes sense because when you're in a fight or flight response your pupils open up because it wants to take in more light because it's helpful Mm -hmm. to find predators but obviously when you're in the supermarket or at home sat in your garden trying to eat your dinner, it's a bit weird when suddenly everything looks weird, you know, um, and it's kind of like, what kind of, what, when most of the fear around derealisation stuff like that comes from not understanding or misinterpreting the symptoms. I, I would um, say
1: most of the fear of, of many hmm. of the anxiety symptoms come from the lack of knowledge around the symptoms.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely, because it's you're adding secondary fear. So with the throat thing, uh, if you know it's coming and you know what causes it, you don't need you know, you might not react as much. But when you are scared of it and you aren't quite sure what it is, your throat's gonna not only you not only be scared of your throat, but secondly, you're gonna be like, anxious and it's going to make all your muscles tense up and make it feel worse it's okay you know if you've got a lump in your throat it's fine it's not going to harm you but it feels quite scary and the same with derealization if you worry about derealization and then you focus on it and you can't stop thinking about it and it's not going away what's happening there is that you're completing a loop and the loop is going round and round you're going Here's my derealisation, detachment, dissociation, whatever you want to call it. Has it gone yet? No, it's not. I get more anxious, more derealisation. Has it gone yet? No, it's not. I get more anxious, more derealisation. Derealisation's fine. It's not going to hurt you. It occurs as a result of stress breathing and a fight or flight response. I wish someone would have told me this because when I started my panic attacks, that was my main trigger. What was your main trigger, Dean? What, what kind of triggered yours? Are? Um, well, I have I've spoke, I
1: spoke I about like um, the places where I get them. So I think the well, the, yeah, the first place uh, where I got the major panic attack was in the, in the middle of a supermarket. So it got to um, it got to uh, one of those um, uh, one of those moments where every time I go into a supermarket, I'd start to feel the anxious symptoms um, coming on. Uh, and it was almost like a battle of <laughs> getting from the front door to to the exit um, just to get my milk uh, and so my
0: So it wasn't because so you don't like shopping? <laughs>
1: wasn't because, no, I funny enough, I actually love shopping. And I know you probably won't like to hear that, but it's probably one
0: of my favourite things to do. Yeah. You also like a fresh new haircut. Check out that haircut, guy. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you liking it, yeah? Yeah, I do. I'm jealous. <laughs> 20 quid, though. <laughs> what 20 quid uh, i'd expect a head massage thrown in with that as well <laughs> well it was it was it do you know um it was a turkish
1: uh cut, so you did i did get a little bit of a head, head massage
0: in that. <laughs> oh good good well then you get your money as well yeah no that's good yeah so um yeah derealization i still get it now and then um because actually rather than seeing derealization as a symptom i don't know if you'll agree with this but seeing it as a symptom of anxiety see it as a symptom of stress because actually a lot of people deal with derealization and it happens when our breathing ch- changes it's when we hyperventilate mm-hmm. and if you don't know what hyperventilate means is when we take in more oxygen than we need and that's okay you know it's not going to hurt you it just creates weird sensations so if you're the kind of person who's panicked and had tingly hands or chest pains or feeling spaced out that's pretty much down to anxious breathing. Now, you don't need to do anything about it. You know, a lot of people say to me, oh, concentrate on your breathing, what do I do? I'm like, no, it will pass, the body balances.
1: Well, sometimes um, concentrating on the breathing for someone who, who who's triggered by uh, thinking about that can actually make the symptoms worse.
0: Bang on, that was me, was it you? Yeah. <laughs> <I heard that. laughs> I had a paramedic come, come ambulance driver comes because I'm having a panic attack. And they say, just sit there and focus on your breathing. Now, if you're panicking, why would why on earth would I want to focus on my breathing? I, I've got panicky breathing. It's going to make me feel worse. Why would I do that? I don't know about you, but that's what mine was like. Uh,
1: um, I, thankfully, I never actually went... Um... So again, a lot of people on the platform will say that um, they went, uh, which is great if you've got new symptoms to go go and get them checked out. But I've never never actually been to like um, the A&E or ER with panic attack symptoms. It's never really got to that point. I think the first time when I got that, and I I think this is a really important uh, symptom to talk about as well, the feeling of doom, I call it. That's clearly not the scientific term. But it is one of the most horrific feelings, and it's like it's just mm. like a, a sheer, a sheer panic or a sheer fear that something is like utterly going wrong at that time. Uh, and that was probably my number one scary um, symptom that probably, like you said, fueled that um, anxiety cycle. Um, it was not wanting to feel that symptom again.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that dread or doom or something bad is going to happen. I had that. But I, yeah, And actually, when I first got panic disorder, I had that for months. Just sitting there going, something bad's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. And it never did. But, I, but like, it just felt like something bad was going to happen. And that's anxiety in a nutshell, isn't it? Something bad's going to happen in a nutshell. Um yeah, I like those two symptoms today. A nice little uh, kind of check in because I think we've got to be mindful not to just talk about everything at once because everyone will be like, what? Well, well, we'll yeah, about. definitely. But the, well, the two ones today we've had, like, and if you want to take, should we take some questions for some people? Nice question. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Um, Josh,
1: yeah. well, I know you're not the guest, we're, we're, we're equal on this, but I want you, want you to God. ask Dean a question. I'm gonna... ask D- oh, on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take the first question. You can take the next one.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll ask Dean a question and I'll sit here and watch him get anxious trying to answer. <laughs> and then he can watch me get anxious trying to answer mine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what do I think about alcohol and anxiety? There you go. Uh, Sorry, really? popping up. Um, so oh. for myself, I don't drink, but that, that isn't because of, of anxiety. However, um. When you drink, when you drink too much, the next day you can be dehydrated. And I do know that with that dehydration, that can cause symptoms or it can flare up symptoms of anxiety. So at the time of actually drinking, I don't think that uh, – you, you do come in, Josh, uh, but I don't think that that will raise anxiety levels at the time. I think it's, it's the after effects of the alcohol. Is that correct? Hang on,
0: yeah. Uh, I couldn't yeah. put it there myself. Um, and you don't drink anymore, do you, Dean? As a no, it,
1: it's I just don't really like the taste of yeah.
0: it. Oh, yeah, not because of anxiety, you just don't no, drink no. because it's a healthy healthy choice. Um, yeah, I like a nice beer now and then. Um, that's okay. Uh, as someone who's had anxiety, it's fine. But Dean's absolutely right when we're hungover or the day after we've been drinking, our nerves are sensitized, our sympathetic nervous system is stimulated. And that mocks a lot of the symptoms of anxiety, which can cause people to get anxious. And you know, how many people have you spoke to on the platform where they say, oh, the day after drinking my anxiety is through the roof, I have panic attacks?
1: Yeah, I've, I've spoken to people where they've said that and then that almost um, created created an outlook for them for that for that week and they, they ended up struggling with
0: anxiety for the whole week. Oh, yeah. yeah you've been there. You've absolutely been there. Some very lovely comments, actually. I'm really appreciating these. Well, I'll be honest, Dean and I are a bit nervous about doing these, but that's the whole point, isn't it? It's an anxiety page. Oh, Two of course it is. Talking about anxiety. Um, yeah, um, so that's really interesting. Well, uh, that's the alcohol question. I wasn't If you can see any others, Dean, just far as i over, I can see a few, but they're kind of. Uh, I'll just wait here patiently. That's <laughs> it. So, I like that. The whole time you thought we were American <laughs> until this live stream. Well, no, there you, you go. Weird, weird <laughs> British accents. <laughs> <laughs> we're not from posh London. We are from some weird northern towns. <laughs> <What, laughs> the, there you go, Josh.
1: What do you do to uh, to make yourself feel less anxious? So when Ooh. you feel anxiety coming on, what's your tips for yourself?
0: oh very good uh number one rule if i feel anxiety coming on and it's not in relation to anything i should be worried about i.e i'm just scared of my own anxiety number one rule guide your focus somewhere now i can sit there and i can steer and go why do i feel anxious what's going on here what if that happens what if that happens what if that happens what if that happens and as you'll know you'll end up in a loop so what i do is i kindly say to myself okay i feel anxious I scale it from one to 10, doesn't matter how high it gets. And then I say, right, I'm gonna guide my focus to something here. Usually it's what would I usually do right now? So if I was, I don't know, cleaning the kitchen and I started to get anxious, I would commit to mindfully then cleaning the kitchen. If I was talking to my friend and I got anxious, I'd probably say, oh, I'm a bit anxious mate, but I'm still want to continue this conversation. If I was writing or doing my work and I started to get anxious, I'd be like, okay, this is anxiety. I don't need to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to commit to it. Because ultimately, the biggest trick is if you can call anxiety's bluff and continue doing what you were doing, it passes. It always passes. It never passes if you sit there and watch it. Well, it does actually pass if you sit there and watch it, but it takes a long time.
1: Yeah, and it can flare
0: up again. And it can flare up again, yeah. And if you practice more and more not engaging with it, you start to rewire the brain. It <laughs> takes practice, so you can't just <laughs> flick your fingers. So yeah, that's what I do. And also making sure you relax in the evening. I love relaxing. I don't know what do you do to relax in the evening, Dean, besides uh Um <laughs> Well, I'd say my number one thing in the evening,
1: and this I think I've told you every this is yeah, it's not a conversation that, that we had lightly, but I think I told you that every every night um, I like to have a bath and that so <laughs> like to just relax and and that's my mindfulness um,
0: with 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 essential oils and candles and stuff. Essential
1: on. oils, candles, uh, you, and one of your books as well, Josh.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. You don't need to plug my books. People read them to go to sleep because they're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah right, I'll that.
1: take another question mate and then you on, take then. another one and I think that'll be I think
0: that'll okay, be alright for now don't you yeah yeah cool right pick a really nasty one that so, you're insecure no, about so,
1: yeah some people are actually giving tips to other people and this is what I really like about the yeah community. some wonderful
0: comments in here I was, yeah. I, was, I was a bit worried about like trolls but we've just had brilliant lovely, we lovely haven't, I
1: haven't seen any trolls I've seen a few laughing faces but that, that
0: could be for anything <laughs> So you're uh, here we go
1: what 's the difference between anxiety and panic attacks so anxiety well I, I said there's three things you got anxiety which is the normal response to fear, anxiety attacks, which is like a gradual build up could be during the day, so it could be could be over a longer period of time uh, and panic attacks which tend to last between ten and thirty minutes they tend to be uh, the symptoms tend to be more severe. Uh, and it and it kicks in your fight, flight, or freeze um, uh, reaction. Um, so the difference between anxiety attacks and panic attacks, where they do have over like symptoms that are the same, is that panic attacks tend to feel um, a lot a lot worse. Would you, would you agree with that, Josh?
0: Yeah, more acute. Yeah, more acute. Definitely. Um really well explained as well like you don't, you don't, know like, i think you, you i get think it. with
1: anxiety anxiety attacks josh i think um yeah it's like it's almost like the anxiety is simmering in it it's like you've got got so much cooking and it's just there uh, simmering in the background and it gradually comes on during the day and i think like an anxiety attack like is more like that'll cause like the face tensions and things like that almost like this build oh, up yeah. the
0: stress oh yeah um What's really interesting, if I'm being honest, I actually prefer panic attacks to simmering anxiety. Oh, because with a that. panic attack, there's a part of my brain that knows it's a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And I know at the end of every panic attack, I feel great. Do you feel great at the end of a panic attack? When you s- suddenly start to feel the adrenaline coming down, you're like... Well, I feel knackered. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so tired. Yeah. But yeah. You're like, when you've re- finally realized that you're not going insane, your heart isn't going to explode, you're not going to drop dead, you're not going to lose your mind, and suddenly you start to calm down. It's like, oh, and it, the reason why it feels good and why I prefer panic attacks is because you're using all your energy up quickly. Whereas with simmering, like you said there, I like that simmering anxiety. It's just, it's just there. It's a constant, and it's quite annoying. Niggling, niggling yeah. in the background. Yeah, the Yeah, you're trying to get on with your day, and it's just niggling. It's like go away. Like yeah. Whereas it's panic, it's like come on, then bring it on. See what you've got. You know, and, and then you can kind of go on your day. Um, yeah, great, great explanation between panic and anxiety. Simmering and acute. Yeah. And um, you go for one more, Josh, and I think we'll call that a
1: day for this first one.
0: Um, can you get heart anxiety that lead to panic attacks? Um, yeah, of course you can. Um with any symptom of that, ang- there's a certain list of symptoms of anxiety called self-perpetuating symptoms. So if you're anxious about a headache, what's going to happen to your headache? It's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're anxious about your chest pains, you're going to release all that adrenaline and tension, and it's going to get worse. Uh, if you're anxious about derealization or, th- or, or a closed throat, you're going to be anxious, and it's going to feel worse. It's not going to get worse. It's going to feel worse. Um, And with the heart in particular, and I can relate to this, and I know I'll tell you why, and you'll believe me, because all the stuff I did with my heart was ridiculous. I had ECGs. I went to the hospital to check if my heart was okay. My heart was having flutters. My heart was beating irregularly sometimes, skipping beats. And every day I'd wake up and fixate on my heart, I'd be like, what is that feeling? What is that? Is it going to flutter? Is it going to palpitate? I used to hate the feeling of my heart beating so much that when I slept at night, I'd refuse to sleep on my left-hand side because I'd feel my heart beating against the bed. You know, It's really quite interesting. So yeah, does heart anxiety exist? Of course it does. And it stops when you realize your heart's fine. Go check it out with a doc just in case. But if it's fine, usual symptoms of anxiety. And also it kind of goes away the more you practice stopping focusing on it. But if you do have heart anxiety, I've been there, I've worked, people have had it. Um, Here's an interesting fact that you wouldn't have heard as well. Um, Heart palpitations and flutters are to do a lot with IBS. So when you're bloated, all the gas and acid build up in your stomach and then the gas rises, it pushes pressure on your chest here and to compensate for that air pressure, the heart starts to skip a beat harmlessly healthily, but it he skips a beat just to compensate for it. And when well, I learned it. that, I literally sobbed. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah.
1: I've <laughs> learned something new there, Josh. I, I, that, that wasn't something I knew, so thank you very much for that. And a
0: good question, and a good question. I'm sorry I didn't see you said it because there's the comments are going like that, but it was a good question you ever said.
1: No, it was a very good
0: question. Luckily,
1: um, I think um, symptoms to do with my heart, I never really um, had, to be honest. I'm not sure if it's because growing up, I did a lot of swimming, so I was constantly monitoring my heart through exercise and but just knowing that a fast heartbeat is nothing to worry about. It's, I think it's when you can't feel your heartbeat, that's when you need to start worrying.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you can't feel your heartbeat, then uh, yeah, something, something is up there. Although I doubt you'd be walking along going, well, my heart's not beating. Yeah. Uh, oh, lovely. I really enjoyed this.
1: Yeah, me too. I think... I think we're going to make this a weekly thing for a few weeks. If that's alright with you, we'll
0: see how it goes. And do you know what? I genuinely feel really good that the at the uh, responses we've had in the comments as well. Um, I also think as well, drop Dean some love because it's nice to see him on the other side of the interview table. The guy runs an anxiety platform. The reason you follow it is because he gets it. He gets you. He gets. He's been through it. And I think we should see more of Dean answering stuff because I think it's a really good idea. <laughs> Do you like that? Do you like me kissing your backside, Dean? there we go. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, I I give
1: you I give you so much exposure, Josh. So I, I'm not going to start kissing you, kicking, kissing your backside. No, you don't but... need
0: to. No, don't. No, I don't. I can't. That's. But, why I can't yeah, everyone. He
1: hasn't got. He hasn't got uh, Josh's books. They're there on Amazon. They're fantastic. I've read them both. You actually gave me two nice messages, didn't you, in that box?
0: Yeah, you don't need to repeat them. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we might talk about that next time. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, thanks for your time, Josh, as always. It's been, it's been yeah. great. And, yeah, the comments um, from everyone, really, really good. Everyone, everyone wants to see us next
0: week, which is great. I look forward to I'm going to look out for the week and find out what topics are coming up, what are the topics yeah. of the week. And I'll bring mine, you bring yours, and we'll chat about it. And that sounds really cool.
1: Yeah, brilliant. Well, enjoy the rest of your night, Josh, yeah? Cheers, Dean. Take it easy. Take it easy,
0: everyone. Bye-bye. You've been listening to DLC Live. Be sure to follow Dean on Instagram at dlcanxiety. Check our website at dlcanxiety.com and grab yourself a copy of our latest book, Untangle Your Anxiety, on Amazon today. See you next time.